welcome back to The Extra Point. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Michael. And we're here to bring you all things NHL. Today, Michael and I are going to keep things light, recap our spotlight games, talk about a few types of tea we got to share, and I might have to crack one open, and by that, I mean a tea, <laughs> and uh, feel out the vibe. So, Michael, as always, start us off with the standings. The standings. Who, who should I start with this week? Definitely uh, not Matthew Tulis. Yeah, we're saving that one for last because it's the best division. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Well, we'll do Discover Central Division first. Still in first place. Repeating myself for weeks now. To Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> okay, repeating yourself for this is actually this is our seventh podcast for seven wow. weeks in a row. Yeah, this is number seven. Jeez, seven weeks in a row. You've um, said the same thing. Yeah. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning in first place with fifty points. The record's twenty four nine and two. With the same amount of points as the other Florida team, the Florida Panthers. Mm. They are 23-9-4. and um, In third place in the Discover Central is the Carolina Hurricanes. Just a point behind the two Florida teams at 49, and their record is 23-8-3. Before I move on, I just want to give credit where credit's due to the Nashville Predators for being on a six-game win streak, yeah, going on a tear, that's... tying Chicago for that fourth spot in the, um, in the Central Division. Well, I mean, technically, is it... Is it fourth if uh, you have Tampa Bay and the Panthers tied, tied at first? So, like, <laughs> technically, would Carolina be in second, second and Nashville and Chicago, Chicago are tied for third? third? Question sure. mark. But here's here's the thing. <laughs> Still, we're seeing the huge gap with top three and then the rest of the teams because the Carolina Hurricanes are in third with 49 points. And although Nashville Predators on the rise with the six-game uh, win streak, they only have 39 points. Yeah, that's a 10-point gap. So it's interesting. Columbus is only three points behind Chicago and Nashville. And Dallas is, um, what is that math? Four. What behind, is that math? Four points behind there Columbus. No and then Detroit, well... Well, watch Detroit. Well, watch Detroit make ground on Dallas. That'd be funny. Don't say that. <laughs> um, moving on to the Honda West division, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights is still in first place, record of twenty four eight and one, with forty nine points. The Colorado Avalanche just a point behind them at forty eight. Their record is twenty two eight four. The playoff fraud Minnesota <laughs> Wild. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? 10 and 2 with 44 points. Like you say, give credit where credit is due. They came out of nowhere these past 2 to 3 weeks. As well as uh I want to talk about the Arizona Coyotes, 3 game win streak. They're uh 1 point behind the Blues right now. And I feel like they have not been mentioned their name one singular time in this entire podcast. Yeah, that's true. Because um, they're so under the radar, and now they're kind of for sure they're coming up. Yeah, uh, Bennington for St. Louis, I think, is definitely struggling. Um, their former captain Alex Petrangelo, who's actually in the division now with Vegas, I think him leaving was a huge blow for their defense. Um, but yeah, honestly. That's that kind of stinks. If Arizona makes the playoffs, great. That's I mean, awesome. When did they you can't make? Hate, you when can't did they the, make the playoffs? I don't think I've they, ever heard of them. Like, they they made it in the. I want to say they made it in the play in series last year, interesting. which did count for the playoffs before okay, everyone fair. anyone disses the Penguins. Even though Montreal <laughs> bounced us out, it does count. We still it hold counts, the highest record or streak, whatever you want to call it, for making the playoffs at fourteen seasons in a row for Pittsburgh. Everyone shut up. Okay, um, that's enough about that rant. Moving on to Scotia North <laughs> Division. All right, the Maple Leafs. You know, stone first. Yeah, but boring. Um, but but 
Yes, but. But, talk about top three, then I have something to say. Oh, shall Immediately. Well, look at this. Top three teams in the Scotia North, Toronto, Winnipeg, Edmonton. Their points, 47, 46, 45. That's exactly what I was going to call out, because we have talked about how close this division it still is. still close. And now they're literally separated by one point each. So Maple Leafs are on uh, a one-game overtime win streak. The Jets are on a one-game win streak. And the Oilers are on a one-game losing streak. But I don't know. I Montreal don't think, just won their last two. I think and, Toronto yeah. has claimed first place for too long. And I think next week might be the week that the Leafs fall. Huh? The leaves might fall in the spring. Maybe. Um. What's we're definitely past that halfway point in the season, so it'll be interesting. Well, the Canadians dropped. They did. They're in fourth. They're down. Uh, Edmonton Oilers in third with forty-five points. In fourth is the Montreal uh, Canadiens with thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. So they're six points behind. But here's the thing. So top three, one point separates them each. Let's see. Montreal in fourth, thirty-nine. Calgary and Vancouver both tied for technically fifth place with 35 points so i feel like those three are gonna battle it out the top three are gonna battle it out but maybe montreal might sneak to the top maybe maybe well, i don't not, know not I the was, top but I it means climb yeah i was thinking they could maybe try and push and get hot and claim that third spot but i think as of right now looking at the standings i think they've solidified their fourth place spot i mean unless calgary and vancouver just keep on playing each other and just balance out the standings like they have right now but um they got to be careful because maybe either calgary or vancouver gets hot and they bounce them out of the playoffs um yeah that, that'll be interesting who knows I'm i curious. i would definitely pick montreal over calgary and vancouver because, oh absolutely um, montreal just got eric Stahl from the sabers which was pretty surprising um, that we'll talk about might that later. be my but, tea, maybe, oh, potentially. Did I, just spill, I, I pre-spilled tea, sorry. Everybody. Michael just knocked over his Oh my tea. god, what it's, an ev- idiot. it's everywhere. What an idiot. Continue. Yikes. Give us our favorite division. Oh, our Save the favorite best division. Last, baby. Let's, let's soak up the tea with our favorite division here. Okay. This one's, yeah, go ahead. Mass Mutual East Division. Nothing new here. Washington Capitals, 23-8-4 with 50 points in first place for the East Division. Oh my goodness. Yes, you love to see it. Ladies and gentlemen, look at this. The <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins tying the Islanders for second place with 48 points. We've won our last four games. We are now 23 11 and 2. Islanders 22 10 and 4. We swept the two game home series against those pesky Isles. My goodness, get out of here. Um, the Bruins are in fourth place currently, and the Sabres are also still in last. <laughs> They could get hot and win the division. I tell you what, no, I'm just um, <laughs> the Sabers are still in last. There, there's six, just no. I need to talk about their record for a second. Oh my god, six, twenty-three, and five. You know they could have been. Who um, have they beat? They could have been seven twenty-two and four if they beat Philly, but they blew it. They blew it. Well, you know what? I thought that the Sabers were gonna beat the Bruins the other day. I'm not going to lie. I was scared. I thought the I first game the Penguins played against Buffalo, we were going to lose to them. Because whenever they tied it at one apiece, I'm like, dear God, no, please. I can't. My stress levels were skyrocketing. I'm like, if anything, Pittsburgh would lose to bad teams like that. We've done it before. I mean, oh my God. I, t- speaking about losing to bad teams, 
Uh, the Bruins lost to the Devils the other day. I saw that one nothing, one nothing. with a ridiculous save from Mackenzie Blackwood. He kicked that out. Yeah, I was pissed. I was looking at that. I was like, I unbelievable that, save though. One, yeah, that was a good save. That's definitely. I'll give it to him. I was pissed, but I was like, unbelievable save. Yeah, give it to him. But speaking about the Bruins. I need to recap uh, the Islanders at the Bruins on Thursday. It was the first Bruins game to have fans in attendance. My sister Erin and I went. We uh, ended up hitting two Bruins games in two different states in 10 days, which was pretty dope. So Erin and I had a great time. Um, I will say, compared to the fans at PPG versus the fans at TD Garden, PPG was silent. Was it? it was so quiet. And PPG had 2,800, and I'm almost positive TD Garden had 2,000 fans. I think we had 2,000. I don't know. Nobody quote me on that. I'm just guessing. It was 12% capacity, but it was so loud. It was so loud, and, like, the energy was there. So Bruins unfortunately lost, but in my opinion, held their own the entire game. So they lost 4-3 to three in overtime. Anthony Bavillier scored 21 seconds into overtime to win it for the Islanders. But for being so far behind them in the standings, like point wise, let's see. Bruins have 41 points and the Islanders have 48. So, yeah, seven points behind, which is pretty solid, I would say. But I think that the Bruins held their own. I mean, they were up 2-0 after the first period. And last week I mentioned how I wanted to do a battle of the rookies, which was Ollie Wallstrom versus Trent Frederick. And uh, Wallstrom scored in the third period. There was 2.56 left in the third. It put the Islanders up on top. And then 54 seconds later, Andres Bjork scored, tied it. And then the Bruins lost 21 seconds into overtime, which sucked. But honestly, Bruins got... The extra point. <laughs> wow, good plug. Thank um, you. <laughs> speaking of plugs, it's time to plug in my um, spotlight game from last week. Um, it was the Rangers and Flyers. LOL. Back at it again. Um, yeah. Flyers lost. I mean... 8-3. to three. Tell me something I don't know. <laughs> they lost. 8-3. to three. <laughs> They lost. God. Carter Hart. Poor guy. Pull him... <laughs> <laughs> I just, this is great. This is hilarious. I'm, the, I'm so the happy. The kid is probably, He like, was a healthy scratch recently. I think he was a healthy scratch for the game against Buffalo. And Elliot got the start. probably in his bag right now. I don't he know. He is in his bag. Me? Because being an old goalie, I can tell you, when you get more than three goals scored on you, that hurts. Yeah. It is literally, like, mentally, it's like, get me out. Pull me right yeah. now. I mean, I don't. I I didn't watch the game. Surely, all the goals weren't um, his fault. But I mean, it doesn't help that the Flyers' defense is just terrible. Um, speaking of that, Shane Gossespierre was put on waivers by Philly recently. Wouldn't it be funny if Pittsburgh picked him up when be reunited with um, Mark Freeman, who was a former that, Flyer, joined the good side? That would be silly. That'd be hilarious. Because now really Ron silly. Hextall, former Flyers manager, is now in Pittsburgh. I bet you he's happy he's with us because, well, Philly's in shambles and it's just going downhill. And quite frankly, it's it's just good news. And I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I go with the sound effects. This is great. I love the air horn. But yeah, Mika Zibanejad had another hat trick in Philly. Well, that's just amazing. That deserves another air horn. <laughs> I'm definitely getting ahead of myself. Um, 
Michael should yeah. not have a soundboard right now. This, this is, walking this soundboard great. with legs needs to be turned up. <laughs> this is great. I'm kidding. Um, just make sure you use multiple. Not just the air horn. <laughs> well, the only ones I have pulled up are the air horn or the penguin's goal. Not just the air horn. Um, all that, right. That's my that's my spotlight game. Flyers with a huge L. Okay, Suck so it. what? All right, so speaking of spotlight, Michael and I are going to do something a little different. I think it would be cool if Michael and I, well, this week, Michael's going to pick the spotlight game. Next week, I'm going to pick the spotlight game. We're not going to tell each other what it is. And then we're just going to, like, talk about it and kind of be like, oh, well, like, what about this? You know what I mean? Oh, oh some, that's actually cool. Like have some nice little banter. And that <laughs> way we can, like, I don't know, talk about it. Good. And that way we can, like, have, like, a, a good little convo. Yeah. You know? I got you. All right. Tell me what yours is because I okay. told you to pick this week. My spotlight game for this week is happening on April 1st. This Happy is no April Fool's Day! No joke, this is happening, people. Um, it's the <laughs> Capitals and the Islanders. Um, I chose this game because this could determine. Ooh, that's seeding. wait. Sorry, it just like clicked to me because sometimes when people say the Islanders, I think the Rangers. No, and no, I know. Obviously, different, but two New York teams. Just sometimes I get them <laughs> confused in my head. But wait, okay, that will be tomorrow. Yeah. So here's the thing. If the Islanders win, they they're tie. on top. Would well, I mean, yes. yeah. Well, uh, well, they're tied I, for first. They, will, they would tie, but Washington would technically still be above them because they'd be they'd have one less loss than them. They'd be 23-9-4. I want the Caps to be knocked down a peg. Yeah. I Well, okay, but one of my points for this is um, seeding for the playoffs. This could be a preview. Um, Absolutely. I mean, honestly, it's <laughs> – we play Pittsburgh plays Boston the next two games. Um, Rangers coming up, um, so that's going to be kind of. I, I embrace the challenge for us because Tristan Jari is out day to day, which I think is kind of baloney. I don't even know how he got hurt. I was watching okay. The that's game. literally Tukarask too. I don't know what happened, but um, side note: Casey the Smith at the helm for now. I'm pretty confident in him. He's a good backup, solid goalie. Um, yeah, if. I, I would like the Penguins to obviously be in first in the division, but if that's not the case, um, second would be ideal. Um, so we would get um, home advantage in the playoffs. That is but huge. It'd be it'd be interesting um, if the playoffs were to start today. It'd be Islanders and Pittsburgh. Um, Islanders with home ice advantage, and we all know what happened last time. We two those two met in twenty nineteen. Um, but yeah, it's. It's the tight race that is just pretty much a common theme in all these divisions in this short season. It's literally so. every single division. It is split right in the middle. It is like there is such a clear distinction between top and bottom. But going back on what I said last week, Ollie Wallstrom, although rookie, 20 years old, out of Yarmouth, Maine, he is on the rise. Oh, my God. He – I was looking at – um. The game, the second game versus the Islanders that the Bruins had. And him and Brad Marchand were going neck and neck. Were they really? Marchand had two penalties drawn for cross-check. I'm pretty sure it was cross-checking uh, Wallstrom both times. Wallstrom got a penalty for something on Connor Clifton, I think it was. But for a 20-year-old in the NHL, he is showing that he is quite the contender. Yeah. And he, okay, 
All right, this is going to be a bold statement. <gasps> All right, this is going to be bold. But he could be the next Crosby or Ovechkin. I am not kidding. Interesting. He got, what was it? Last week I was talking about, he had seven points in the last 10 games. Yeah, that's right. As a 20-year-old. Right. Yeah. He is 20. Michael, he is younger than us. This is true. Um, Honestly, good for him being that young and, you know, putting up that that many points in that many games and, you know, having the confidence to go up against um, Marshan, who's been in the league for so many years and, He's That's still leading in penalties right now yeah. <laughs> in the entire NHL. And the Bruins have the highest amount of penalties drawn in the NHL as well. Probably 90% of them from Marshawn, 5% from Pasternak, and probably an additional, not hitting 100%, but probably like 1.5% Bergeron. <laughs> And That's, then coil um, on occasion. Coil on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> and then coil on occasion. Yeah, that's definitely hurts your team being the box for. Yeah, it sucks. It's a pain because every time it happens, I'm like, They're oh my fun. God, here we go. But here's the thing. They're pretty good on um, power play kill. I'll say it. Honestly, they I was just about well. to ask, like, how's their, how's their penalty kill? Honestly, it's pretty good. I think. Yeah, I think I'm just thinking, trying to think of Pittsburgh's. I think we're just in between. It's gotten better as of recently. And speaking of our power plays, it's gotten better as of recently. Good um, stuff. I mean, clearly, four-game four game win streak? Yeah, and um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of who scored the most recent short-ended goal. Zach Aston Reese. That was the game so, I went That was the game I went to last week, two weeks ago? Last week. You went week. to the game on Wednesday, I believe. I did. Yes, last week, last Wednesday. I went to the game against Buffalo. They won 5-2, but... Um, Zach has scored short-handed. That was great. I know it's against Buffalo, but you know it still counts. LOL. Still, like... LOL. <laughs> Buffalo. Um, on paper, yeah. it still counts as a short-handed it does. goal. And the fact that in retrospect, it's just a goal. It's but... just a goal. It's just a goal. <laughs> but I was thinking, I think the Islanders are going to win. Tbh, I think they're going to come out with fire under their ass and win. I bet it'll be like I'm thinking like a four to two game. Yeah, it's gonna be. I don't. <laughs> I don't know between those two teams. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout loss unless one of the teams just decides. I don't know, just not to show up. But <laughs> literally, I mean, the Islanders, it could go back and forth. But I do think that the Islanders I, are gonna scheme I something. I'm thinking four to two. I'm. I'm I wanna. I don't know. We'll see. I don't. You want, don't have to agree. I don't. Well, no, I think I am going to agree because I don't want the Capitals running away with this division. So if the Islanders do win, for I us, it'd be... I don't think they have be... a right to. No, they don't. Because it's like, they, yes, they have been a consistent team for the past, like, millions of years. <laughs> but here's the gag. It's like, okay, like, their run is kind of done. Like, they're kind of, like, they're so patchy right now. I mean, they're in first, obviously. Uh, granted, they're killing it. They're doing well. But I do think, like, they had to pick themselves up toward the beginning of the season in order to get there. Because I think they were in, like, fifth place. Fourth and fifth place at the beginning. Uh, they I actually forget. I'm not too sure. But maybe they were. Because the, the Bruins Islanders were in first. first for a while. It was, yeah. like, Bruins. It was uh, Bruins, Isles, Philly, I think. for Bruins, Isles, Philly, Penguins, Caps. Yeah. That's how it was. Like, the first week or something. And I, I mean, I do appreciate them 
coming back and kind of being like little comeback kids and going from fifth to first and the Bruins going from first to fourth, but like regardless, um, I don't know. The the caps this season just aren't doing it for me. I <laughs> I mean they've never done sure. it for you, but <laughs> Oh hell no. Oh my God. Um the maybe they'll win the president's trophy. That's great. That's not a Stanley Cup. Um <laughs> if you the playoffs are probably gonna run through Pittsburgh, so good luck. Um honestly whoever team whichever team wins in a series against Pittsburgh, they'll probably win the cup. Pittsburgh v Washington, Pittsburgh v New York. Although I don't honestly see New York winning the cup. I think I, I think no, Washington has a greater not. chance just I for some reason. I don't know why. No, I agree. I feel like the Islanders since they're they started getting good like this year. I okay, um, I think the only reason why the Islanders are good is with their coach, Barry Trotz. That's the only reason why. Okay, but honestly, having here's the thing, the Canadians are doing better because they fired Claude Julien. That's true. Here's the thing. Changes like scenery for coaching yeah. changes everything True it's like a battle of the coaches right now yeah so all right we covered that spotlight game i think the islanders are gonna win um what i say four to two four two i'm gonna say hmm, i'm gonna go four three final score oh one up yeah. okay four three aisles washington's gonna get a late all right goal. so here's the, here's the new thing regulation or overtime oh i say Oh, here's the thing, though. I feel like it's going to be decided, like, five minutes into the third period. Or ten minutes into the third. We're just going to know. And it's just going to be that. I'm going to say regulation. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm glad we can agree. But, all right, everyone's favorite section, tea. Here we go. Whoa. Not a cold one, guys. Swear, even if it were alcohol, I am 21. But it's it's an energy drink. We are Um, Michael mentioned earlier, Eric Stahl was traded to the Canadians by the Sabres for two picks in the 2021 NHL draft. Um, Eric Stahl was traded on Friday, which was March 26th. Yeah, it was March 26th. Um, he was traded in exchange for a third round and a fifth round pick. And he was saying he is absolutely pumped because being a, what did he say? Being a Montreal Canadian is like... He didn't say blessing. What did he say? Oh, he's, this was a quote from him. He said, this is the best atmosphere in the league by far. And now to be joining the group and joining the whole city, being a Montreal Canadian is pretty phenomenal. I'm excited. Oh, I mean, he's going to a contender. I mean, I, yeah, who doesn't I mean, want out of Buffalo? I mean, good for him. He's, I want to say he's 36 years old. I mean, good for playing, him getting so. the hell out of Buffalo right yeah, now. Really. Anyone. Um, any word on Jack Eichel recently? Still I, on injury? I think he's still injured. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. Mm. So, he got the hell out of Buffalo, which is smart, smart man. <laughs> um, So, that's great for him, and I love that he is so excited as well. So, my additional tea, I have two today, um, was that the Bruins are kind of struggling when they're approaching the trade deadline right now. They're looking for a top four defenseman and a top six forward. So here's the gag. We were talking about how Nashville is killing it recently. What, six game win streak right now? Yep. So they said that Nashville has several players that they're looking to potentially trade that are available. So you have defenseman Matthias Ekholm and forwards, Michael Granlund, Victor Arvidsson, and Philip Forsberg. So, 
I mean, I don't know what the Bruins are going to do. I really, honestly, when it comes to trades and, like, the Bruins and given any team, I don't know. You you literally have no idea. It's uh, like yeah. all of a sudden, someone's gone. That that was that happened with Milan Lucic, I'm pretty sure. That happened with me and Hornquist back in September, whenever he was out to Florida. It's like, like all of a sudden they're gone. Yeah. So for me to make predictions on who they're going to pick is super just it's just pointless like there <laughs> there is no point in me predicting this when i know it's not gonna happen yeah so all right sip on your tea spill sip on it my tea after you clean up the tea that you spilled earlier by accident <laughs> whoops Give um, me a glass, so. yeah i penguins could be in search of another goalie since Shari's day to day i read <laughs> that somewhere i don't understand why we would need to pick up somebody or trade for somebody um i think the smith is gonna be just fine. I like Plus, him. if he's day to day, I think he's, he's gonna good. be. I think Jari's gonna be back relatively soon, within the next week. I hope, unless Mike Sullivan comes out and says, "Oh, uh, he's on IR." And I'm like, "Oh my god, who isn't okay. on IR?" Yeah, really. Um, but yeah, that that little sip of tea is cleaned up. My other tea is um, former Boston Bruin. Who is it? Bobby Schmotz from. Uh, this was like way back, way back in the day for Boston. He yeah, died. He passed away on Sunday. He was 76 years old. Um, he was best known for his OT goal against Montreal in the 1978 Stanley Cup final. Play it. Pull it up on YouTube. Pull it up on YouTube. Play it. <laughs> Is it, uh, I would assume somebody has that. I mean, it's definitely there. I bet you could find it. Because when you said. Bobby Schmurda. No. <laughs> <laughs> Free Bobby Schmurda. Um, who is it? What's his name? Oh, oh, wait, here we go. Bobby Schmatz, overtime goal. All right, let's play yeah. it. Let's listen to it. Right there. <gasps> wow. Yeah. What a goal. Yep. What a kid. What a kid. Honestly, RIP to a legend. But Michael and I are going to sign off for the day. Thanks for listening, and hopefully... The Islanders come out on top next week because nobody here wants to see the Capitals win. No way! Keep an eye out for the ever-changing standings and tune in next week to hear our next episode. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Michael. And thanks for listening.